Brian Fletcher is going to join us up here on the stage. In fact, let's bring in the great man right now. We love seeing this man because not only is he a great sporting administrator, but G can tip a winner. He can tip a winner. <laughs> Brian Fletcher, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boss of the Panthers. Hello, Fletch. How are you, Mark? Mate, I'm very, very well. Thank you again for having us here on, on what's a big day for the club. 5.30 across the road, minor premiership for, for grabs. How big's this? Yeah, it's nice. Like, especially it's sold out too, which is a great thing. The last two games have been sold out, well, probably most of the year. You know, we're averaging about 19,000. So it's been a good year financially and a good year on the field as well. So I, I'd love your thoughts just, just while you talk financially, right? So I, I think I'm right in saying it's 200,000 for a minor premiership. Andrew, Andrew John said this week, you know, there's this debate at the moment around resting players, buy rounds and all that sort of thing. And Andrew John said, the eighth immortal, if you want to put more emphasis on the minor premiership, boost the money. Make it more financially attractive for players to go out there and strive to win the minor premiership. What do you think, Fletch? Well, that's exactly what I was arguing with Peter Belanders at the start of the year when we were doing our new CBA for the clubs. I said in racing, I said you've tripled the prize money every week. I said in football, you halved it last year. Like, we got half the prize money. It was only half of what it is now. I said you've got to get it up to a million dollars, like, to win a competition. So he's done that. But it should be five million. Like, in honestly, like, the Melbourne Cup's worth six million. Yeah, I actually agree on that Yeah, one. I agree I, I, think well. the, I think the minor premiership should yeah. be a million dollars. And to win the premiership, five million dollars. I think that's a, the amount of money that the good. game's generating, uh, and it and it hasn't gone up. It makes sense, and and then you are going to get last round if there's teams that have have a chance to win the minor premiership. They're going to play their full strength uh, sides. I'm dead set against his week off. anyway. Yeah. I mean, look, because the week before they'll do they'll rest and players. The week before they'll have the major the major semi final. Where someone gets knocked out, then should you rest a week before the grand yeah. final? Like it just it's part of the game, and that's why Penrith is so good. Because coaches are coached, they coach a squad these days. They don't just coach 17 players. They coach 30 players. And when you rest five, six, seven players, you've got to be able to put guys in that can do the job. And that's why Penrith have done so well this year. Yeah, no, you guys have done that a fair, fair few times this year and, and, yeah. and still won. Yeah. No, but it's been good. I, I agree with the boys. I, I don't like the idea of a bye before the, before the semis. Um, you know, I'm, I'd be happy for the premiers to get five million. Did you say a million? What is it? Two hundred thousand for minor premiership. Two hundred thousand minor premiership. Yep. It's it's a, it's a million this year to win the the uh, flag, the yep. grand final. You get five hundred thousand to the players and five hundred to the club. But you divide uh, five hundred thousand by uh, thirty in the squad. It's peanuts yep. for the people who have played. The players who have played all year busted themselves. Half of them are broken down. Does that come under the salary cap? No, it doesn't. No. Okay. No. Oh, I was just wondering. No, well, why, why should it? Everybody's yeah. allowed to spend the same yeah. amount in the salary cap. Absolutely. So but nothing's always that's fair, the, you that's know. The perks of, <laughs> that's <laughs> the perks of winning fair. the comp. Well, well it, was, it was funny when uh, um, Gordon Tallis said that uh, he didn't think the last three premiership winners were within the cap rules, you know. Well, we complained about it, but I didn't hear the other two teams complain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fletch is on fire. <laughs> Fletch, you, uh, you must be happy this week uh, locking in Dylan Edwards for, for four years. I mean, he's just, he's just proof that hard work pays, doesn't it? And he's won two competitions, Clive Churchill winner. He's just made for Penrith, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a Penrith boy. He's been here from the day, day one. And to get the rewards that he's deserved... Admittedly, he's played the last couple of years. Probably he could have earned more money somewhere else, but he's got to that level by being here as well, and um, he's getting the rewards now. He's here till 28, so he's going to finish his years here, and uh, and he's getting into the bracket of the highest paid, and uh, he's probably the unluckiest footballer in the game, not yeah. to play State of Origin. You know? Yeah, he's a fantastic player. I agree with the
that. The, the, the thing that I love about this club is the fact that it, you know, it wasn't always easy up here at Penrith. It was, no. There was a lot of tough times here. But on the back of sort of uh, uh, a culture where they just, you know, we're our own club here and we can become like the big boys, like Parramatta with a big brother. I mean, that's gone now. But I, I'll tell you what I do love about this club and the players and, and what Ivan Cleary's put into this mob is every time I've, I've been up here at a game at Penrith, after the game, each and every player goes around, takes selfies, signs autographs, maybe gives away boots, whatever they do. I don't know what they do. But they're, they're around, sometimes walking around for nearly an hour after games. Don't tell me that doesn't bring the fans in here, because it does. And that's one of the reasons I reckon the fans here, besides the fact that they're winners... Love them, but they know they can they can touch them, they can see them, and they and they're 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 accept they're they're accessible for the fans. Yeah, no, that's one thing they are good at is looking after the fans. And even when we play at away clubs, our players are the longest on the field. Where you know they could come straight back into the sheds. They don't do that. Nathan Tao, uh, Luai, and, and those younger blokes, and the hours they spend looking after the fans, especially the young kids, and that is just unbelievable. And yeah. as you said, you know you get the results out of it. He's, uh, he's good, Daryl. See how he said we, as in we? Whenever he talks to Gus, he says we too when he's talking about the dogs. Well, I played for him. <laughs> Hang on. Well, you did start the program by suggesting they won't win the minor premiership. Yes, he did. Well, I did suggest that tonight. But I don't, anyway, I don't see that. that way. Well, he's probably the worst punter I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, uh, <laughs> and how about, um, well, as I said before, we're having a great show here today. Former Panthers legend and a former Cronulla player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who won a first grade premiership. Not a reserve grade one. Anyway, more importantly, more importantly, um, what about um, Jerome Luai? Jerome Luai, uh, obviously Dylan Edwards has re-signed with the club, uh, as Jamal says. Where's, uh, where's, where's the way up to? Look, there's no panic for him at the moment because he's here till 24. But uh, Matty Cameron, our, our general manager of football, has got it under control. Jerome's just bought, you know, a pretty large house in South Penrith. He's got three young kids and um, I'd be 99% sure he's going nowhere. Yeah, he's, when you talk about Penrith, he's, he's, he's pe- Penrith. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and before you go, Fletch, let's get the plug in for the brand new backyard you've got out the back here and also to Father's Day tomorrow. You've got a whole thing, a whole lot of things planned for out here at the club. Yeah, it'll be a busy day here for, for all the, the workers and the manager, Jason Stone. Uh, we've just done the backyard up, but the, the most important thing at the moment is we've just opened a fortnight ago we spent 127 million on a new hotel and a conference centre. It's a thousand-seated con- uh, convention centre. We had a function out here uh, the week before last for 500 people for three days. So they booked the hotel out, they booked the conference centre out, and uh, we're trying to get to a stage where we only rely 46% on poker machines now. We've got to get that down to 30% with the new laws, and by building that, we think that'll get us down in income-wise. So. Any chance of like a big man suite or something across the road? <laughs> Well, I think that wouldn't be a problem. We always no, look after you. So. I think it'd be a good idea. Well, last it's time got, I it's came, got a ResMed machine in it. Last time I came out here, I got a discount on how much I paid to stay here. Really. <laughs> $10 off. Thank wow. you very much. And mate. you're still back against them. <laughs> so, you, know, is it, you know the other place you had here, the next door? McCure. McCure. Is that still there? Yeah, that's still there, just out the back. Okay, yeah. so you've got the McCure and, and, the, and Pullman. the Pullman. Yeah, you five, needed that. Five star. Yeah, you needed that with the Pullman is. You needed that with a 1,000-seat convention centre. Right. Because you needed 400 rooms, you know, so we've, we've got that. Yeah. And one last one, the stadium. What's what's going on there? What's the, the stadium? We met with Infrastructure New South Wales last week. Um, it's well on the way. Populous, the architects are drawing up the plans now. Um, I'd say it'll take about eight months to go through planning and all that. 
will start construction at the end of 24 season and be back here to play at the start of 26. So what's what's that? So two years at Parramatta? One year at Parramatta. One year at Parramatta. 25 at Parramatta. 25, okay. Yeah, and then back here. Great stuff. And that's the back in... in uh, 2026 is 60 years of uh, football in Penrith as well, and uh, they'll name the top 30 footballers. And uh, I haven't heard Daryl's name mentioned yet, but uh, we'll throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. He'll throw it in if you need to. <laughs> throw it in. Uh, we. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Don't forget, I'd, I'd, I'd turn the first sod of turf for you. <laughs> How's your campaign going for induction into the NRL Hall of Fame for contributors? Well, I think once I win the Acre, it'll be... Oh, OK, right. Bit. He's <laughs> up for a commercial radio <laughs> just, award. Just on the stadium, what, what capacity do you think that it will be? It won't increase much. It'll probably get to 22,500. OK, so it's the, still going to be a, a boutique Yeah, knock the western ground. side down and then take it right around over the hill and join the corporate areas over the other side and see how much money we've got left out of the 309, see how further we go. Beautiful. All yeah. right, Fletch, well, mate, you're, you're a genius. You know that we all think you're the best, one of the best in the game. Uh, keep up the good work. All the Panthers fans love coming out here, including our man Willow, and uh, good luck tonight over across the road against the Cowboys. Thanks, boys. There he is, Brian Fletcher, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, the big boss, the group CEO out here, he's, uh, he's one of the... Uh, the brains of the operation. He was a, a great operator out there at the Hawkesbury Race Club and now doing an unbelievable job here at Panthers. And boy, hasn't the club changed over the years.